2: for every NBA game. So download the app today and bet with Fandle, official partner of the NBA. The ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 100 Gambler or visit rg-help.com. Let's roll, baby. It is a late night, early morning, bonus New York, New York. A New York, New York that, to be honest with you, I never in a million years planned on doing as I made my way down to South Florida for the double dip on Monday Night Football. What you had on Monday night was all sorts of drama and all sorts of excitement from a New York Giants standpoint and one of the worst collapses and one of the all-time losses you could ever experience as a fan. I went through it in Miami with our buddy Eagle Eye picks and the Tennessee Titans take down the Miami Dolphins. We'll get to that momentarily. I want to commend the Giants 24 22 over the Green Bay Packers. Let's be honest. When Saquon Barkley is running up the field and it looks like the game is on ice and he fumbles the ball basically untouched and the Packers cover it. They move it down the field 20 or 30 yards. How could you be thinking the Giants are going to go and win the game? You're, if, In fact, you're expecting the Giants to go and lose the game. Jordan Love scores the touchdown. They don't go and get the two-point conversion. And there you are. The storyline of the last three weeks in Giantland has been DeVito, DeVito, DeVito. And listen, from a stat perspective, It's not like Tommy DeVito is knocking your socks off, throwing for 300 yards and throwing for four or five touchdowns. But listen, played turnover free. Maybe was a little antsy and jumpy at the beginning of the game. Made some plays, especially made plays with his legs. And he had a chance to go and win the game. And he did something that my quarterback did not do down in South Florida. To his credit, you know what he did? He won the game. He made the play to Wendell Robinson late. They go and get themselves in the field goal range. And the Giants go and win a game that, to be honest, they deserve to win. They outplayed the Green Bay Packers. Defensively, they were ready to go. Thibodeau making plays. Lawrence making plays. Winning the turnover battle. They deserve to win this game on Monday night. But it almost was snatched from them. And now what you have here is another week of the Vito Mania. Listen. We all know how this is going to end eventually. I mean, unless you are delusional, unless you are living under a rock, I, I know they're mathematically alive for the postseason at 5-8. and eight. They are because the NFC is so bad. But I think we're also all aware of the fact that Philadelphia is staring them in the face for two games. And Philadelphia is going to need those games in order to win the division, in order to make sure they're the number two seed, maybe they're number one. On and on we go. It's going to end at some point. But for a giant team that was unwatchable, unlikable, flat-out pathetic, what they've done over the last couple of games is they've given you a reason to smile. They've given you a moment. And listen, the Monday Night Broadcast was all over it, and I'm not surprised. It's going to be DeVito fever the rest of the way. The parents are involved the agent or, or the buddy, whoever the hell he is. He's dressed up. He's wearing the gangsta outfit. I love it. I mean, listen. They have embraced the fact that this is Tommy DeVito's 15 minutes of fame. And they're trying to capitalize on it. Good for them. I would probably try to do the exact same thing if I were in his position. So, the Packers, let down spot. We saw that let down spot. But the Giants find a way. It's now three straight. They now give you a reason to watch against the New Orleans Saints on Sunday. And ultimately, we know that this is going to end. It's going to be ugly in Philadelphia. The Eagles are much better. The Eagles own them. If Tommy DeVito goes into Philadelphia and wins on Christmas Day against the Eagles, then you know what? I'm going to call Tommy DeVito my daddy, okay? I mean, mean, in all seriousness. in In all seriousness. But you at least now have a reason to watch. And you at least have a reason to be entertained over these next couple of days. And where the Giants were at, take it. And it shows they haven't quit on this couch. Which I think is the most important thing to come out of the veto mania here over the last few weeks. They haven't quit on Brian Dable. They continue to play hard for Brian Dable. And Dable, hey, has coached this quarterback up to be competent. To at least be able to run an NFL offense where he's not turning the ball over, he's making plays with his legs, and he orchestrated a game winning drive here against Green Bay with the game on the line. Could DeVito have done that a month ago or six weeks ago when he was playing the Jets? Probably not. But he did it here on Monday night. Now, before I get to a couple of your reactions here, and I see you guys chiming in, feel free to do so. I witnessed tonight in person. I had a nice little setup, both games going, the phone, the whole deal. But what I witnessed with Eagle Eye picks, and he's still got a shit-eating grin on his face after watching that game. He should have a shit-eating grin on his face after watching that game. How did the Dolphins lose that game? They were up, and I know they play like crap, and they lost their center, and Tyreek got hurt, and on and on we go. They're up 14 points with four and change to play. 14 points with and change to play. That's game back in the NFL. You don't lose that game ever. Ever, 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 ever. And I witnessed it tonight. I still can't believe it happened. I don't know how it happened. No, it wasn't Mahomes on the other sideline. No, 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 no. It wasn't Josh Allen. It wasn't Lamar Jackson. It was Will Levis. Will Levis looking like Dan Marino in 1985. And now I'm sick to my stomach because when you lose a game like that, I question everything about the team that I believed in for all this period of time. To the point where I'm nervous about the Jet game on Sunday. I'm nervous about Baltimore. I'm nervous about Dallas. And yeah, I'm nervous that the Dolphins are going to go and choke the AFC East. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, I said it. I'm not overreacting. I'm not being irrational. I don't care that they're 9-4. When you lose a game like that, it throws you off your axis. You had a 14-point lead with four minutes to go and you lose the game. I mean, honest question. How do you recover from that? How do you recover? I mean, you tell me. Like, I can't believe I'm going to be, like, scared shitless of the Jets. I mean, are you kidding me? Think about this. I am, like, petrified now to play the Jets on Sunday. That should not be. That's not good for my 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 health, my sanity, my, my heart rate, my... My blood pressure, my my mental health, all of the above. I'm now chicken shit to play the Jets. I am. I think the Jets are absolutely going to be live in the game. Absolutely. And you're going to learn something about the Miami Dolphins over the next few weeks. Because you know what? After seeing that game, you know what I'm thinking? Same old, same old. Sorry. And it's not even, I, they get killed when they beat the good teams. Teams should never lose a game like that. Ever, 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 ever lose a game like that. And they did. I mean, the Titans basically said, hey, guys, here's the game. You want to take it? And they said, nah, no thanks. We'll pass. We'll give it right to you. I can't believe I won this that. I actually was thinking about it leaving the parking lot today. And obviously, I don't get to see a ton of games in person. We we know that. I can't think of a worse loss in the last decade. 2002, being up, I think, 11 to the Patriots with the division on the line, that always kind of eats at me. And Chad Pennington and the Jets won the division that year. That one made me sick. But that was, I mean, 20 years ago. Am I going to see a playoff win? If I don't see a playoff win this year, then you know what? When when in God's name am I going to see a playoff win? Like, is it it ever going to happen? Just one. Like, honestly, I'm at the point where if they just win a playoff game this year and lose by 40 the next round, I'm almost like, you know what? Take it. Take it. Hootie wasn't kidding. Darius Rucker wasn't kidding. The Dolphins make me cry, man. They really do. They really do. All right. Um, I know you Giant fans are happy. You got the fever, Bradley. I know. Well, Buddy has the uh, Vito fever. Hi, Bradley. Hi, Buddy.
3: JJ, um, you know what? Every NFL, every every week in the NFL, you know, quote for Forrest Gump, it's like a box of chocolates. Like you never know what you're gonna get. I didn't expect the, you know. To have the Giants have this sort of game, and I thought going to this game, the Packers were going to come in here and just you know beat the beat the brakes off the Giants like they did to the Packers last week, and like they did to Troy on Thanksgiving. But I'll tell you what, this story right now with Tommy with Tommy DeVito, it, it's really just so much fun to watch.
2: It's fascinating. Listen, Bradley, for a season that was as dead as a doornail, that was as unwatchable as can be. What DeVito has provided, and it's not all-world quarterback play. It's not, like, phenom-type stuff, but it's cult hero-type stuff. The team is winning. They haven't quit. They're finding ways to win. It's keeping you engaged. And and I think you're a rational, reasonable person. You know that, Bradley? Like, I, I think you know eventually this is going to come to an end. The 15 minutes of fame... The, the clock will strike midnight. Cinderella, you know, the whole deal. It will happen. But the fact that you have this now is something we didn't expect to have maybe a couple of weeks ago.
3: Enjoying it right now. I'm just like soaking it all in. Uh, it's it's a really nice story. And I'll tell you, it could be over and very well it could be over. They could win next week against New Orleans and then it could be over, you know, Christmas, uh, Christmas weekend when they face uh, the Eagles in Philadelphia. But I was I was talking to our good old friend Charlie on Twitter too, JJ. And I'll tell you, the ultimate Christmas gift that we could have is it could either be Christmas weekend or it could be the last week of the season when we host the Eagles in uh, Jersey. But I'll tell you, if they can somehow beat the, find a way to beat the Eagles one of those games and put a, stop them from you know clinching the number one seed in the playoffs. Obviously, a couple of things have to happen for Dallas and the Forty Nine ers to lose out, but to make sure they don't get the first seed in the playoffs and also preventing them from winning the division. That will be the ultimate gift, you know, for us as giants fans, just to literally get one back to the Eagles for all the years of misery for them being the shit out of us, you know, uh, Bradley understandable. I mean, the Eagles
2: have been your daddy for the better part of 15 years. I mean, even if you go back to the heyday of the Eli Manning, Tom Coughlin, New York Giants, Donovan McNabb and Andy Reid and Brian Westbrook took down the Giants in the divisional round in the postseason. They knocked the Giants out twice, and that was the pinnacle of Eli Coughlin being in the playoffs year in and year out, and they have proceeded to dominate the Giants. And over the last 10 to 11 years, the Cowboys have proceeded to dominate the Giants. I'm with you. Just the idea, though, Bradley, that the game on Christmas Day, like I've been thinking about it now the last couple weeks where I'm like, wow, good slate on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. All right, the Niner-Raven game is fantastic. Giant-Eagle, who the hell cares? The Giants go and beat the Saints. Then all of a sudden, Giants-Eagles is a lot
3: more interesting than all of a sudden we could have imagined, you know? I'm just, I'm I'm really excited for it. I mean, again, that's pending. If they do beat New Orleans next week, uh, you know, they, they're really good. Which, by the way,
2: let's, let's acknowledge something, Bradley. That's not a given. Like, the Giants are, I believe, five-point underdogs in the game. Now, New Orleans stinks. They can't win at home. Carr stinks. I mean, they're not moving the ball at all against anyone. Uh, they barely beat Carolina this week, for goodness sakes. Um, but that said, if you get this game, all of a sudden now, going into Christmas, a little bit of fun. You know what I mean? That's all. You, it's all you could hope for at 2-8. It's all you could hope for.
3: It's going to be so much fun. and It is all we could hope for. I'll tell you, it will be... Such a good Christmas uh, weekend. It would be really, really, I'm looking forward to it. I'm really, really am. Uh, JJ, if I don't speak to you again too, man, from now until Christmas, Merry Christmas. Uh, Bradley, I appreciate
2: that. Listen, we uh, we should have at least another spaces, uh before the Christmas holiday. Um, I got to figure out what our plan is going to be around Christmas time. I- I'm guessing we'll probably do... A Monday pod, we won't pod on New Year's Eve, of course. We won't pod on Christmas Eve. We'll probably wait and push everything that is usually on a Sunday to Monday night. If everybody enjoys Christmas holiday, I got to be honest, I have a big Christmas Eve than Christmas Day. So Christmas Day, I will be, you know, dialed in on Giant Eagle, dialed in on San Fran and Baltimore probably rooting like crazy for the Niners. I mean, forget about the one. What, what am I kidding? One seat. I'm just hopeful the Dolphins win the division. I mean, just goes to show you how things can change in 24 hours. I am sick. I am absolutely sick.
1: This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles and your car. Jiffy Lube. Car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.
2: Uh, let's head to our pal Elmhurst. Speaking of which, Charlie, hi Charlie, what's up?
0: Buddy? Hey, JJ. Uh, so, um, uh, yeah, Monday night football. It treating well. I mean, actually, out of the uh, the picks, uh, what? it
2: treated you well. It, it didn't treat me well, but that's you know neither here nor there.
0: That's okay. Good about the plus five and a half out of the out of the anything because uh the loser boom yet again. Uh, I knew when see I saw the pick, he laid the. A- the Dolphins minus 13.5. That's a curse waiting to happen. So I'm actually stoked. Wow, well,
2: Charlie, a lot of, he, he the, the Yankee manager, and a whole lot of people weighed the 13.5 with the Dolphins. A whole lot of people. How about the people that weighed the minus 700 on the money line? How are they feeling this morning? Not good. Not good. 900. I, I apologize. Not 700. Minus 900, Charlie. My mistake.
0: And so, so and so, but like, uh, I think I feel good about this Giants on the spot because of the, I mean, coming off a of buy. And Green Bay should not be laying six and a half. And with that team, like they're better off like a small favor or underdog when they face in Kansas City. That was a good right spot for the Giants, and they actually moved the football competently. Like I think at this point, like you know the tank is like uh, over. It's I mean it does do anything. Just play, just play, and you know what under the under table, team has like Jamal the thing, and actually like you know Giants are watchable right now. And, yeah, I wish, you know, you know, they took a stole like a win against Buffalo. Or-
2: well, think about this, Charlie. Charlie, think about this, bud. If they beat the Jets like they were supposed to and they had that game won and if they would have beat Buffalo, a game that was there for the taking, we're talking about the Giants as a playoff team in the NFC, despite everything. Isn't that insane now? I know that's life in the NFL. And I know a lot of other teams could go down that road and say, "Hey, if we would have won this game, if we would have won that game," but those were two games, especially the jet game. I mean, that was handed to you on a silver platter, for goodness sakes.
0: Yeah, that—that's the. You know what? You know what? If the season ended the ended the way with no playoffs, which I don't expect it. I mean, at this point, I just want to watch the Giants, see what the scene got to do with Devito. Obviously, sick Barkley. You know, he's going to carry. He's going to know I mean, rack up some rushing. I mean, you know, I think that's it. But, like, hey, at this point, I'm like with the Giants, what, what's what been doing. I will actually, like, I can't stick with all this go pack go chance. shut the hell up, sleep with the L. I can't stand them. They're like the annoying cats right there. I can't stand them. I'm uh, gl- glad to take this win. And another thing is, like, this Otani deferral, man, that's crazy ass. Yeah,
2: I haven't mentioned that. Charlie, listen, it's one of the more unique and bizarre Major League Baseball contracts you're ever going to see. But it's most certainly not good news for a Yankee or a Met fan thinking they're the front runner necessarily for Yamamoto. Now, Jack Curry gets good information. Jack Curry relaying to everyone that the Yankees are optimistic on Yamamoto, that didn't come from nowhere. They might be optimistic. But the Dodgers seem to be all in across the board. And the West Coast is very appealing to Japanese players. Maybe that's what Yamamoto's looking for. I don't know what his deal might be with Shohei Otani. I don't know if they're buddies. I don't know if they like one another. I don't know if they dislike one another. I don't have the slightest idea. But the Dodgers seem to be a competitor for Yamamoto at the very least. You cannot rule them out, Charlie. You cannot.
0: Yes, I think it's going to come down in the next couple of days. Uh, hopefully, the Yankees get some news. Or even I don't know. I mean, getting Soto is so important, but like, hey, that's that's another big one that the Yankees are looking for. And I think the Yankees should be appealing because you know what Yamamoto? If he comes to the Yankees, he's not the number one because you know what the number one is—that's Cy Cole.
2: Well, that's the but, but that's the million dollar question, though, Charlie. Is that something Yamamoto wants? I, I don't know. Hey, you're right. The idea of being on a staff with Garrett Cole. You, you would think, in theory, that would be something that you'd like, right? Like, it takes a little bit of pressure off you. You don't have to be the guy. You could just kind of go about your business and kind of handle what you need to handle. Uh, I, I don't know what Yamamoto wants, though. That's, nobody seems to know, Charlie, at this point in time, what Yamamoto wants. Your guess is as good as mine.
0: Yeah, I don't know what's, what, what, what's, what's going to happen. Uh, quickly on the Knicks. Uh, Rob, losing Robinson eight to ten weeks—that's not what you want. That defensively, I mean, the Knicks they carved up defensively. I mean, they
2: gave up 130 points tonight to Toronto. They won the game. They won the game, but 130 points to Toronto. And, and we saw this last year, Charlie, with their defense. Their defense without Robinson took a major hit. Major hit. You remember in November and December. They were scuffling. They were struggling. There was a point in time when people thought Thibodeau was going to get fired after that Dallas game, and then Robinson came back. They won a bunch of games. They kind of steadied the ship in December, and, of course, they took off Robinson's return, heart trade, and then they ended up making the playoffs, winning the playoff series. On and on we go. Uh, But, yeah, 130 points to Toronto. uh, It's not what you want, buddy. It's not
0: what you want. Oh, It's not not what you want, and it's going to get testy with the schedule with this West Coast. And uh then the, two more games of the Bucs, and Bucks. Like Christmas is gonna be busy. It's gonna be busy with all the sports and stuff.
2: Well, listen, Charlie, it's 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 my my time, my time, you know, my time of the year. I, I love the postseason races in the NFL. I, I don't love them when my team is choking up divisions. That I don't love. I, I can't believe I'm there, but I'm there after this game. I am. I, I probably to some of you sound as irrational. Is the Giants saying who's making the argument they're going to make the playoffs right now? Like, I I don't know off the top of my head what the Giant playoff odds would be on on FanDuel Sportsbook. What what do you think they are? I'd say they're plus 600. Plus 550. They'll have a tiebreaker over Green Bay. They're going to get the opportunity to play the Saints. They're going to get the opportunity to play the Rams. But then, again, they're playing the Eagles. Does anybody think the Giants beat the Eagles? I mean, honestly. You can't. So, I guess enjoy it for what it is. The division odds for the AFC now. Wow. The AFC odds, 24 hours ago, Miami was like minus 900, minus 1,000, maybe even more than that. Now Miami is at minus 430 winning division. Guys, I'm telling you, bet Buffalo a plus 310. Bet them. Bet them right now. Because... What Vegas is failing to factor in with that line, Buffalo is going to play Bailey Zappi, and they are going to play Easton Stick. They're not losing those games. So even if they lose to Dallas, they win those two. Miami's got some tough games coming up. Bet that. You missed the best number on it. You missed the best number on it, but bet that. They don't have the playoff odds up yet. They got the South odds up. Tampa favored to win the NFC South. That is, that is insane. I mean, somebody awful is going to go and win that division. Whether it's Tampa, whether it's New Orleans, or, or whether it's Atlanta. And they're going to be getting, what, eight and a half, nine and a half, ten in the playoffs. You know it. It's going to be a Corbin copy of the Tampa washington game we had in the playoffs during the COVID year. Or the Seattle-New Orleans game, the Marshawn Lynch game, which I will never forget. Remember exactly where I was when I was watching that game. Place doesn't even exist anymore, Melo Park. Champs, remember that place? Remember watching Marshawn Lynch stiff-arming the entire New Orleans Saints team running down the sideline. And then the Jets proceeded to go and beat Indianapolis that night on a game-winning Nick Folk uh, big kick. Remember it well. I can't believe I'm petrified of this check game. You know, I didn't expect to do anything tonight. I I really didn't. But sometimes you just got to get some things off your chest. So I I thank you all for chiming in. I know it's almost 1.30 in the morning. I'm going to try to go to sleep. Hopefully I hit the golf ball straight tomorrow. I probably won't. You know, normally when it rains, it pours. Bet on me playing like crap tomorrow. That'd be a very good bet. Very, very good bet. I'll be back in New York on Wednesday. Good job by Stefan. The best. The GOAT. JJ out. Uh, Giant fans, I know you're going to have a very happy Tuesday. I'm not. On that note, be good, everybody. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem. Call 100 Gambler or visit FanDuel.com slash ORG. Colorado, Iowa, Kentucky, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXTSTEP to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or... Visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. one 9 within Indiana. 1-100-522-4700. Or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one gamblernet in West Virginia. Or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org. Or call 1-800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts. Or call one eight seven seven eight Hope NY or text Hope NY in New York.